Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in. It's story time. We here at Stories the True and the Fictional love giving shout-outs to authors, both seasoned and new. Today we're giving a special shout-out to authors Larry and Shirley Crandall. Their book, Lou Grimes, Chicago 45, is the story of a Chicago police detective gone private. Mystery, murder, and a cursed gun. This book has it all. Grab a copy of Lou Grimes, Chicago 45 on Amazon or by following the links in the show notes. Hello and, and welcome. welcome to Story, <laughs> the True and the Fictional at gmail.com. Okay, there you go. Uh, um, new episode, guys. Um, well, we're continuing the theme of the 90s, aren't we, Ryan? Yes, we are. We're talking... And because there's so many amazing movies that came out in the 90s, we've decided to split it down because it's impossible to just pick five. So we're going to do genres. So today we're doing action adventure. Yeah, and uh, look, we, we may hang out in the '90s for a while until um, we get bored of it, or yeah. you guys start going, "Why are you still in the '90s? It's clearly 2022." Mm. Um, not that that's not how we think you sound, but some. Oh, that's maybe, exactly maybe, how you sound. <laughs> maybe, maybe some of you sound like that. Um, yeah. So before we dive into Ryan's jokes. We, we should do the, the, the thing that all podcasters are doing. Hey, like, subscribe, share, leave us a review. Buy us a coffee. But yeah, I haven't plugged that in a while. We do have a buy us a coffee, uh, buymeacoffee.com slash S-T-T-A-T-F. Um, it's always in the show notes if you want to find the link. But um, yeah, we want to get out there a bit more. Mm. And um, we're doing quite well with all our interviews. But um, got a few coming up few good ones are uh, just slipping my mind right now so um instead of getting specific about that i'm just gonna go ryan can you tell me a joke sure well uh, jamie you know what like my friend stephanie she doesn't like me playing guitar at home and oh. and um but she requested a song the other day she uh, she said ryan can you play wonderwall and i said maybe <laughs> <laughs> wow. and um <laughs> Uh, Jamie, tell me, uh, what do you call a pudgy psychic? I don't know. A fortune teller. Uh, you know. Is there any system or you got more? You know, what, what, um, what, what, you know, I've got one more. What, what would you call the Terminator when he finally retired? No, I don't know. The exterminator. <laughs> Wow. Okay, there you go. Um, well, let's move on to story of the week before you say any more. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so this po- this popped up in my Facebook memories today, and it was a it's um 
not a story from my life, but it's a story from my, my Facebook feed. Mm. Did you know, Ryan? No. In the 1950s, there was a fad. Mm, called, I know about fads. Called booth stuffing. Booth stuffing? Booth. Hoof stuffing. Like phone booth. Oh, booth. Oh, okay, booth. Where yeah. teens would literally stuff themselves into phone booths. And, yeah, wow. you should look it up because some of these photos are hilarious. Like, it's, it's you know, clearly there wasn't a pandemic happening then because um, they are filled right up. I mean, I can't even count. Like, there, there should be, like, a... a, a uh, you know how they have those jelly bean contests? Count the candy. Yeah, you count how many teenagers. Yeah, count how many teenagers are in a phone booth. And from this picture, they don't look like teenagers. <laughs> oh, man. People do stupid things when they're young. They know. Look, look there, there was there was no um, technology. Well, like technology like we have today. There was no, like, mm. you know, um, streaming and all that. But because like, as, a, as a wise man once said... Um, Never pay full price for late pizza. That and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Men achieved greater things when boobs were harder to see. Chris says that. No, I said that. that. Oh, okay. I said that, and, and then he laughed at that, and then he and then he realised how true it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, ah, oh, boobs, boobies. Anyway, um, let's crack into the nineties and talk mm-hmm. about movies from our childhood. Yes, let's talk about that. Alright, you want to kick us off, Ryan? No, why don't you kick us off for a change? Well, there's this wonderful movie with uh, Brendan Fraser, mm-hmm. Rachel Weisz, and that English guy that is in stuff that I can't even remember his name. Um, and Wow, good research, Jamie. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know his name. Um, <laughs> I think it's the Richard mummy. E. Grant. Richard Grant? Richard E. Grant. Yeah, yeah well, I'm talking about The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic film. This oh, is a movie 100%. I saw when we talked about our dating one, and 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 there was a girl in the cinema, and she was into me, and she was getting. Was she Jamie? Was she? She was, really? she was trying to get cozy, and my dad was in the cinema as well, and he's like going, <laughs> he was like watching the whole thing in slow motion. I love it. And I'm like, please, I want to watch the movie. <laughs> no time for women back then. Um, yeah, look, it's a classic. It's a classic, and, it's, and and a lot of memes have come out of it. Oh, 100 percent! I love and that one with the um, with the the bald headed guy. It's like, you know which one I'm talking about, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. It's um, been a while since I've watched the episodes. Yeah. Uh, watched the movie. So, yeah. but oh, I it's just it's got that Brendan Fraser charm. Mm. I mean, I I love I, I love how the boat sinks, and he's like, Hey, look who's got all the horses! It's like, Hey, Benny. Look who's on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> um, yeah, now look, classic. It's a classic, and it it's while while the CGI and that doesn't didn't age that well, the the it's the ninety the story and the yes. film itself do, still holds up in my 100%. in my opinion. Like it's just Brendan Fraser can carry a film. And Let's look, the sequels that. were just as great. You oh know, yeah, the second the, one was great. And the Scorpion King and then the Legend of Dragon Empire with Jet Li. Yeah, I think that was pretty good too. And then it spawned the Scorpion King. All five of them. All five of them. Yes, there's five. <laughs> and we have watched them all. There's there's two good ones in my book. But that's probably only by comparison. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right, hit us up, Ryan. Hit us up with yours. Your next one. Jumanji. Jumanji. From 1995 oh. with Robin Williams. Um, 
mm-hmm. tell me a nineties kid who hasn't hasn't seen that and hasn't absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. yeah, look, there's just it Magic. was it was this it was the start of an era. Yeah. Um, you know, it 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 was like it was one of the best movies of my childhood. I think I saw it at the movies. Um, I mean, with Robin Williams, you're gonna get mm-hmm. it's it was amazing. Um, you know, just the fact of all the different combinations of things. I love when, you know, people just sitting in traffic and then all of a sudden, like wild animals. Yeah. You know, and and you know how the I think it was the jackal. The jackal was the bad guy who came out. He was hunting, hunting Alan. Yeah. Um. But that was yeah. He was he was some famous actor. Like it's like I didn't realize who it was until much later. I can't exactly. Remember the actor, I can't remember what the actor. He had was, a really good mustache. But he's he's well known. Um. Yeah, and then now now they've got their flipping um. You can get the board game now. Yeah, I got it for you. Remember? No, look. Yeah, no, you got me the board game. But then yeah. there's there's a replica. Oh wow! So the, the game you got me, which I much appreciate. Yeah. Um, isn't the original. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. It's it's um. It's it's just it's similar, but it's it's different. Like, there's all this okay. kind of stuff, but they've got an actual replica for like four hundred bucks. Or something. Oh, nice, and, nice. And I, I wonder if people would actually be scared to play that. Yeah, I don't think I, if I spent that much money on, I don't think I'd play it. I really it, don't. It's like when, it's like when people when people go say Bloody Mary three times, and, and they all and, eat, and they always hesitate on the last one, yeah, regardless yeah. of whether they believe it or not. And it's, oh, and it's, it, yeah. yeah, Jumanji, amazing movie, and I love the sequels too. So, yeah, look, look. To be honest, the the um, the rock, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson version, they weren't too bad. No, because One, they once... they didn't just like they updated it a little bit. You yeah. know, it was now an eight bit video game, and yeah. I enjoyed them both. Yeah, you I, was ske- I, must, I will admit I was skeptical at first. Yeah. but once you understand what they're doing, you go, okay, yeah, it's fine. It, it, 100%. It's, it's it's not as magical as the. Um, no, the Robin Williams one. No, I mean, not I mean, at Ro- all. I just love Robin Williams. Like he is my childhood. Yeah, yeah 100%. from Aladdin. I agree. And Flubber. Um, yeah. Bicentennial Man. Uh, Patch Adams. Um, didn't yeah, like Patch Adams. Keep going. You didn't. Not once I learnt the true story oh, okay. and what they did to the actual story of the guy. And like, ugh, God, they Hollywooded it. You know. Yeah, of course. And not not all films could be directed by Matthew Hunt, but um. Now, my next one. Why I say why I say this one because everyone's gonna hate that I say this one. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park: Lost World. Yep. The reason I say it is because it's more of an adventure film. As long as it's not than, the third one, I don't care. Yes. Yeah, well, look, wholeheartedly, first one is in my top five films, mm-hmm. top five films of all time, no matter what. Yep. Just, just always is. But the second one had that adventure vibe to it. Yeah, of course it did. And yeah. it had the, had the perfect wit of of um. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. He was just fantastic. It was this sarcasm. It was like, ooh, yeah. oh. and then later there's the running and the screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and it just had all that smarter. And, um, oh, the dude, the hunter. The guy that was like, oh, you can keep your payment. I'm all uh, Peter, Peter Posslings. Posslings. Something. Yeah, like that. he's passed on, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah he was fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Um, great, great, great actor. And the guy that plays a Russian in everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was in Prison Break. Mm-hmm. As a yeah, Russian, um, as a uh, you believe it or not, he's actually French. Yeah, Jean 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 Pierre something. Yeah, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, he was in Prison Break as the mafia and guy. And in the first John Wick. Yeah, yes, he was. Yes, yeah. he was. Hundred percent. It's just like 
Uh, Brucey, I think he was in Prison Break because yeah. I recently watched that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's great. Yeah. I, I like him. Um, but he's actually French. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's it's someone who's read the books. It's it's it's, it's funny mm-hmm. watching them take s- specific scenes from the books. Correct. To put them in, but they're from the wrong books. Yeah. yeah. Like so, they, <laughs> they they took scenes from the first movie and put it in the second. Mm. Uh, the first book and put it in the second movie. Yeah. You know, and and stuff like that and. Uh, from memory, the second book is not extravagant as as, as they make like, it out to be. No, yeah, it's not, definitely be, not. Yeah, because the, the, in the movie they go, "We're going to go off and round up all these dinosaurs." In the book, they're like, hey, "I got three eggs." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like we went there, got some eggs. You're like, "Isn't that easier?" You know, mm. but there's, there's less, <laughs> less, you know, um, drama and. But yeah, that those movies because I remember I wasn't allowed to see Jurassic Park one at the movies. Okay, I bought, I, my my mother didn't let me. Mm. Um, but then the second one, the second one came out. We did, and I was like the first Jurassic Park film I saw in the movies. Yeah, and it was it was magical. Yeah, hundred percent, and they're rewatchable. Oh yeah, uh, we recently like they did hold them up. again. I um we did all five when yeah. I bought them on four K. Yeah, still holds up because Steven Spielberg knows how to make films. hundred oh, percent. Like even E. T. still holds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, hundred percent. All right, move on. What's next? My next one is uh, it's it's probably my most watched action movie from Ooh. that era, and that is Con Air with Nicolas Cage <sighs> and John Malkovich and Ving Rhames and yeah. How do I live without you? But yeah, I honestly I like it, it's to. just you know you've got Nicolas Cage's character. He's a he's an ex military guy. Yeah. Got into a fight, accidentally yeah. killed a guy, and gets sent to prison with. Serial killer Cyrus Savaris, Steve Buscemi yeah. as a child molester, yeah. um, who has the incredible scenes where he's just sitting down having a tea party with a little girl. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, and and it finishes off with airplane crashing into the main strip of Las Vegas. So yeah. um, basically, as you know, the the plane gets hijacked, taken over by John Malkovich character Cyrus Savaris. Yep. And um, Nicholas Cage is trying to work with the officers on board to take yeah. back the. Yeah, you know, no, it's because, fantastic. Yeah, very windswept Nicholas Cage with the the, the long hair, hair and the, oh, lots lots of lots of memes came out of that. Oh, hundred percent. Or, or gifts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna go with um, Con Air, 1997. Um, I can't count the amount of times I've watched the movie. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I had it on um, VHS. Speaking of Nicholas Cage, <laughs> how good is The Rock? Hundred mm. percent. Another one of his greatest and ones. Confirmed Sean. that Sean Connery mm-hmm. is James, James Bond. Bond. Yeah. Just brilliant, and then the and the the thing that always stands out to me is the the guy's leg twitching under the mm-hmm. air conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. his leg supposed to do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I um, mean, it, you see so many movies about people trying to break out of prison, but yeah. to break into yeah. Alcatraz, you yeah. know, the the world's most uh, hardest prison to break yeah. out of. Yeah, well, it's it's know. true because that um, what do you call it? The the movie they did with. Clint Eastwood mm-hmm. is based on a real thing. Yeah, like how how you know, um, three guys escaped and then they, they only found two bodies. Yep, they did. Hundred percent. Um, I'm not some conspiracy theorist, but hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah. But um, yeah, I lo- absolutely. The Rock. Yep, yeah. it's up there. It's up there. I was if it wasn't on your list, it was going to be on mine. Yep, fantastic film. Um, yeah, classic. Well, my next one, as much as I don't like the actor anymore, is another movie I absolutely loved growing up, and that's Bad Boys. Bad Boys, With Bad Boys. 
what you gonna with do? With Will Smith and yep. Martin Lawrence. Uh, and a very young Mrs. David Duchovny, Tia Leone. Uh, oh, well, that's the, right. Yeah, yeah she, 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 she was a prostitute. And she was the one who saw the murder go down that... Um, yeah. You know that uh, Mike Lowry, and, yeah. and they have to they have to um, protect her and obviously get her to testify yeah. against. But yeah, look, it's a tr- there's not much I can say about a traditional action film. Great yeah. cast, fantastic sequels. I still love Bad Boys Two, Bad Boys Three. Yeah, um, yeah, another one that I grew up on and can still watch any day of the week. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of good, fun action flicks, Rush Hour. Yeah, Rush Hour. Chris Tucker. Just, just Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan. There's something about buddy cop films mm-hmm. that are just, you know, even though they're not buddies, um, <laughs> but then they become buddies. It's just like they become uh, buddies. Yeah. Jack, I just, I just love Jackie Chan mm-hmm. in anything, and it's, just, it's just how committed he is to stunts, mm-hmm. and how you know it always ends with a blooper reel. Yeah. Because he, he always hurts yeah. himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's either him hurting himself or not pronouncing something right. Yeah, exactly. Because he, he learned to speak English from reading scripts. Yeah. So he basically read the script and goes, how do you say this? Okay, I say it. And then he, you know, <laughs> that's how he learned English. Um, no, I've always been a fan of Jackie Chan from, mm-hmm. from you know, Shanghai Noon, Rush mm-hmm. Hour, uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah. Um, Rumble in the Bronx, great. Mr. Tuxedo, not so much. Yeah. Well, he's going to have hit and misses. I remember there was one... It was like the last film he was going to do doing all his own stunts. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what it's called, but it was like some French chick in it. And he had to get away and he had rollerblades on his arms. And he's like street losing with rollerblades. Okay. And, and he's really street losing with rollerblades. Mr. Tuxedo. I don't know if it was Mr. Tuxedo. It was a tuxedo that basically had all these gadgets... No, it wasn't that. It. Like it, it was like they, they had to steal some art or something. Okay. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, no, Rush Hour, absolutely love it. Rush Hour One and Rush Hour Two. I don't know when Rush Hour Two came out, but um, both fantastic. And three as well. Yeah. Um. It's just wipe yourself off. You Maybe dead. it was a Spy Next Door. No, it wasn't the Spy Next no? Door because that's a kids movie. Okay. It's one of the last ones he did. It would have been early, uh, early to mid two thousands. Medallion. Nope. Uh, scrolling through them. around the world in 80 days oh that's fantastic but it wasn't that no. it, it, it was like some feat yeah it's, I'm it not seeing feat. it here unfortunately um, so. well how about you tell us about your next one mm-hmm. and I'll have a gander yep my next one is uh, probably my favourite movie from the 90s um, starring Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze P- good old Point Break Point Break you know I don't think I've ever actually seen it <sighs> The re- they did a remake. It was rubbish. Johnny Utah, Ke- Keanu Reeves. So he's an FBI agent. Goes undercover to... Um, there's this group of bank robbers called the Ex-Presidents. And yep. they're surfers and they wear masks of like Ronald Reagan, Richard Nixon, all yeah. those kind of... And they rob banks. They don't hurt anyone. They just rob the bank. So they're basically the surfers funding their, you know, their, their, their life so they can just go follow the big waves. And Johnny Utah gets sent in undercover as a surfer. I mean, whoever thought Keanu Reeves can pull off yeah. a surfer, a California surfer, with his yeah. accent? Whoa! But um, yeah, and then he's got you know he's got to make the difficult decision where he's gonna whether he's gonna take turn him in or whether he's gonna you know whether he's gonna let him go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was 1991. So it just made the cut. Yeah. So that film I was talking about was Chinese Zodiac. Oh, okay, fair enough. It's about ten Don't years think old. I've ever seen ten, it. ten years old now. Well, I watched it because it was him going, this is the last film movie. It's, it was a big mix-up because Jackie Chan was talking about, um, like saying, this is the last 
film I'm doing mm-hmm. and everyone took it as he's not going to act anymore. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing my own stunts. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's what I was trying to get at. But yeah, Chinese Zodiac, it, it, was, it was okay, but it had great stunts. Um, all right, now for my last one before the honourable mentions. Mm-hmm. And this just makes the cut. On the 90s end, not, yep. not the 99, but the 1990. Back to the Future 3. Ah, okay. A lot of people don't like that movie, but it's it's one I keep watching. Like I just keep going back. I love it. It's like it's like I'm not ready to commit to saying it's my favorite. Yeah, but I thoroughly enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah, like the whole end of number two where Marty gets the letter yeah. from Doc Brown. And, yeah, and the 1885. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, it's it's that classic moment which has been mimicked in a lot of movies. You know the yeah. postal. Yeah. The post delivery. We we're told to bring this letter to you at the, the exact time. Day, the exact time. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, I mean, it's been replicated in so many more movies, yeah. and it's just but it's very nostalgic. How many? It's like I'm trying to think about logically. Like, mm-hmm. if you worked at the postal office, like, would you be that committed? You have to deliver this at this time. Would you be like, Ugh, it's been no, here. It's I, been like, here for 50 years. I would know if it's at this time. Yeah, it's, it's integral to a time travel plot. Yeah, yeah but they um, wouldn't know that. No, but if I'm saying I if, would assume, I, if it was me, I would assume. <laughs> If it's something has to be delivered at a specific time on a specific date, it is a yeah. time travel plot. So I will oh, okay. definitely deliver it. We should we should um fix something up at the post office. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, but no, it's classic. I absolutely love it. And although this this is the film with the most plot holes in it, mm-hmm. um, I just love the little boy at the end. You can't see this yeah, on our yeah. video. The little boy was given a signal when he needed yeah, to go to the bathroom, yeah. and it's, they left it in. He's yeah. pointing to his doodle and stuff. <laughs> he's going to go need to pee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the train at the end. When, when he's like, yeah. this is my family. It's like, yeah. you couldn't hang on. There's like five <laughs> minutes of the film left. And he's just pointing to it. Yeah. I, I love I love good bloopers yeah. and mistakes. But um, all right. So have you got one more? I've you... got one more. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, another great action movie from another great 90s action star. Uh, just made the cut to 92. It is Steven Seagal in Under Siege. Under Siege. Where he was... The chef, an army chef. No, eventually, <laughs> yes. Um, the army chef. Most of you viewers who are not of the uh, gay equation like myself would remember <laughs> probably the first time if you were, grew up in the 90s you ever saw boobs because, uh, you know, the chick jumping out of the cake, topless for yeah. a birthday there. And, um, yeah, terrorists take over the boat. Steven Seagal's a one-man yeah. army to take him down. There's something about a one, so. one-man army. It well, I mean, on. this one was awesome. It was on a naval boat, and then they yeah. did a sequel, and it was on a train. Wow. Under Siege 2 was on a train. Um, See, I love yeah. a good train story. Like, yeah, but one, of my, one just... of my favourite le- um, missions in all the Uncharted games is mm-hmm. when you're on top of a train, and the train is No, no there was no on top of train scenes. It was just, just all in within the, the cabin. Yeah, someone's having a cup of tea, and it's like, oh, I'm going to take over this train. No, not really, but yeah, yeah. No. it's been a while. <laughs> but it's, yeah. To go from a war naval war vessel... Yeah. Movie to a train. So was it just a regular? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, like a cross country train. Yeah, yeah. Not even a regular suburban like people going to work train. Yeah. One of those ones where you well, you jump on from Sydney and go to Newcastle. Would you be okay if it was like a you know one of those thirty two carriage work trains like no. ma- maybe even a military train Mm-mm. taking military Not cargo. At all. Not at all. Go on a plane. But then that 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 that's too much like on air. Would have come out before Con Air, so it's fine. <laughs> all right. Con okay. Air was more about the prisoner redemption, though, not then we've got to save all these people because terrorists have taken over, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. Cool. Well, my first honourable mention, 
Here come the man in black. Oh, I was going to pick that, but we said so, that's classified as a sci-fi. Well, it's, it, it was listed I know, under, but people don't adventure. know how to classify movies properly. No. That's a sci-fi. Anything involving space. Do people run in it? Yes. And does, does it involve space because they don't go to space? No, but they have visitors from space and stuff like that. So I'll give no. it to you, but I'm I, sorry, would, it's listed I would have said it. And Mills, Will Smith does a lot of running in it. Yeah, but still. I and would it's have, still adventure. I would have, I would have classified, I was keeping that for my sci-fi episode, so, okay, that's fine. Great movie. Well, it's more adventure than sci-fi. Okay. Just saying. Okay, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, regardless of how wrong the Hello, listeners. Is is Men in Black purely a sci-fi, or isn't it an adventure? Send us an email to the Mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Yep. With the headline, Ryan's wrong. Hmm. Um... (laughs) Look, no, it's a classic, and and like we said, it's got that, got that, got that good actor. Hundred percent. I rewatched them recently. The I rewatched them recently. I watched um, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Yeah, but there's also the guy that plays Kingpin. Oh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Sugar. Yeah. More. Water. 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 Yeah, but um, I rewatched them recently. Yeah. One, two, and three, and they still hold up. Hundred percent. But not four. Oh, four's okay. I just treat it as a separate I've n- part. I never watched three. I no, never watched four. Three is really good because three is where, um, you know, they go back in time and get Kay and Josh Brolin yeah. is literally Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, wow. Like, the way he speaks and everything, um, they go back in time uh, because Kay retires yeah. and he opens up a post office and, or whatever. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, um, there's a visitor coming from space that only will talk to Kay. So they have to go back in time, find out when, like, get all this, and Josh yeah. Brolin comes, and yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Four is okay, just don't treat it as a many black movie. Yeah, all right. It's just a it's set just in London. Chris Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and the chick that plays Valkyrie in yeah. Thor movie. I wonder why they did that movie together. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No, look, I, I love I love mm-hmm. when like this is what I love about Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. And yes. He works with the same people and mm-hmm. fits so well. Like, because you think about how easy it is to make a film when you yeah. work with the people before. Like, there's always Steve Buscemi in it, and um, there's heaps of um, people in it. Yeah. Kevin James started up like yeah in the, but yeah, no. Look, Men in Black. As I said, it would have been on my list if yeah. I didn't believe it was a sci-fi film alone. No, it's not. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll debate about that yes. later. But um, yeah. Honourable mention from you? Um, the first honourable mention in 1996 is Twister with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. The Flying Cow movie. Look, I, I didn't... The, I was a latecomer to this movie. See, yeah. I, di- I hadn't watched it until I met Steph. Yeah. And it was one of her favourite movies. No. So I watched it and I've watched it multiple times since then. Yeah. Um, I, I love natural disaster films. Um, and I... Yeah, it was a great, great addition to it. Um... You know, storm chasers just yeah. trying to get the best footage and yeah. trying not to die. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. That was the first movie ever put on DVD. Really? Yes. Twister. Um, fantastic. Look, I, I think I need to watch it again because I, I literally all I remember is Flying Cow. Mm-hmm. Like, that is all I remember. No, I watched it again recently. Fantastic. Still holds up. Yeah. 100%. All right, my final, final... Final mm-hmm. honorable mention goes to Stargate. See, again, I was going to put it on my list, but it's a sci fi. Yeah, but it's still classified as adventure. 
as someone who hasn't watched the TV show and loves the movie, I was going to put it on my list again. Sci-fi. Well, there you go. I, I, when we do sci-fi, I will choose some random weird... You'll choose, like, Welcome to the Jungle or yeah. something. And I'll go, ah, you see, there's technology. Now, if I took this film back to to uh, someone in the 1940s, they would think it's science fiction. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to argue with it. It's a great no. film. It's a great film. Yeah. Doesn't belong on this list, but it's a great no, film. No, that's fine. And that's why I put it in the honourable mention. Yeah. I, 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 I say it's adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. As I said, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, regardless of how wrong they are. And it's got the guy from... He's in everything. He plays... Kurt Russell. Yeah, I wasn't going to say Kurt okay. Russell, but everyone knows Kurt Russell <laughs> and James Spader. James Spader. But the father of Daniel Jackson's wife, he, he's, he was the father of Elektra <coughs> in Daredevil, the Ben Affleck one. It's been a while. He's... Like, you'd know him if you see him. Oh, 100%. Like, he, yeah. he, he was in everything. And he appeared in the Stargate series as well. Okay. That's the same character. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, look, it's it's a classic. And then that guy went on to play, uh, went on to make Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Which I was also going to put on my list for the 90s, but that's a sci-fi movie. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's definitely a sci-fi mm-hmm. movie. So. But it's adventure. And it's a fantastic film. Um, it is. I'm not going to argue with that. That's yeah, but a, like, it, on, on this thing you're going, oh, no, but it's, it's a sci-fi. You told me sci-fi was futuristic in space. Mm-hmm. What year was Stargate set in? Nineteen ninety-four. What year did it come out? Nineteen ninety-four. Well, it still involves. It involves going to another planet, but they didn't go into space. Like, like literally. I'll be a little bit more more clear <laughs> on my description <laughs> next time. Yeah. My I'm just, God. I'm just saying. When I say outer space, I assume yes, you mean. You, you, I assume you understand that I mean travel to another planet. Yeah, but they didn't leave Earth. Well, they left Earth, but they didn't, you know, fly up and then fly to another planet. They walked through a portal and they go, "Hey, we're on another planet." Yes, there was a spaceship, but that spaceship never really flew. No, no, it did flew. And I'm thinking about it. It blew up at the end while it was in orbit. Um, <laughs> but for 95 percent of the movie, that that ship was grounded, man. It was going nowhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, we That's whipped fine. this we whipped this episode together last minute. That's fine. I understand. Right. And we just Googled through the thing. I understand. Do you? Yes. You sound, you sound very disappointed. I am, but I still understand. <laughs> All right, my last honourable mention is another Keanu Reeves film. Ooh, ooh, is it Speed? Yes. yes. Dennis Hopper, Sandra Bullock, um, Keanu Reeves. Do not let this bus go over 55 is miles it, per hour. Is it? Is it a... Uh, a film about a guy who had to speed around town, keeping his speed above 50. <laughs> Five. It was called The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. Uh, <laughs> I, look, I remember, I remember watching that movie when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember being on a school bus and me and my, mate, me and my mates, like, it was a bus comp. We are going to some excursion. And we're on the back seat and we wrote down there's a bomb on your bus and went Poof, on the window. <laughs> like, we were teenagers. You know, I think nothing of it. But the guy, like the bus guy, knew knew we were joking. Like, well, he, uh, my like, favorite oh, bar, scene but... in that movie is the bus jump. You know, when they yeah. line the two buses up, when yeah. they're about to run out of road on the freeway, yeah. and they put the the panel away, yeah. Um, and then and then uh, when they have to get off the bus, Keanu on the the panel where yeah. it goes down through the bottom, 
Yeah, yeah. Great movie. It's fantastic. Um, Pop quiz, Hot Shot. Like, I, I, I love movies that are completely different because there's no other movie like that. No. Not at all. Like, and hey, the second one we're not going to talk about. I mean, that was no Keanu and that was on a cruise ship. But it did have Willem Dafoe Willem. as the bad guy. I love Willem Dafoe. Yeah. How good is Willem Dafoe? I, I had a conversation, and this is a bit off topic, um, that we had with Seth when we watched No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Why well, give Willem Dafoe a mask for the Green Goblin? Yeah. Just put a little bit of paint on yeah, no, well, that's, that's... He the, looks like that's, a goblin. That's, you know the Weird Al Yankovic um, Spider-Man song? Yeah. Swing us a web. Yeah, like, to yeah. the piano, like, Swing us a web, mm-hmm. you're the Spider-Man. Yeah. He says that in that song. He's like, he looks much scarier yeah, with, yeah. Without, without the mask yeah. on. Um, so, speaking of Weird Al Yankovic, how do you feel about the biopic with Daniel Radcliffe? I'm... I Well... I saw the one, trailer. It looks good. I haven't seen the trailer. Okay. But I've seen it in it because I follow Weird Al on socials. Um, look, I... Yeah, if Weird Al is happy with it, yep, I'm gonna be happy with it. It's and a weird choice, but when you see him, when you watch the trailer, it's like yeah. okay, they've look, got no, the look, same da- face. Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe is a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. say that he is yeah. he's brilliant. It's probably because he's had a lot of practice doing like eight Harry Potter movies. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, and it must be refreshing for him to be like, okay, Harry Potter's over there. Mm-hmm. I want to do something different because he has a lot of art. How many stuff. actors do you, and actresses do you know that are, are literally? jammed into that yeah oh yeah he's you know yeah Harry and Daniel Radcliffe is one of the actors that has managed to sort of jump out of that because the the um recently I watched the um Now You See Me movies yes he's he's in the second he's in the second one and he's fantastic yeah Um, there's a show on Stan and you might you might have to download it called Miracle Workers it's him and Steve Buscemi and Steve Buscemi is God (laughs) and um so basically uh, God has gone a bit wacky, yeah. And so the, the the whole angel there's an angel system. It's run like a oh, business, yeah. and he's recruited because he's a famous scientist or something. He's recruited when he dies, and he goes up and he's working like an intern and all yeah. these kind of things. It's fantastic. Sebrashimi is God. I mean, that's enough. Yeah. But it's two seasons. Miracle Workers. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Daniel oh, Radcliffe's I'll... fantastic in that. Yeah, no, like yeah, like I said, good actor. Mm-hmm. Um. Cool. So, guys, what are, what are your favourite movies from the 90s? Action adventures. Um, but they have to be, like, action adventures. They have to be on Earth, and they can't, mm-hmm. cannot be any technology. Unless your name's Jamie, and you can just <laughs> pick freaking sky, sky, like, sci-fi movies out and just call them adventures. So, that's yeah. fine. And I was just going off what I, what I was oh, oh, actually, Great action adventure movies. Star Wars, for sure. Star Trek First Contract. Contact. Contract. <laughs> the first contract. John Luke Picard. <laughs> what is this? I have my first con- contract. <laughs> oh, I don't agree with this pay. <laughs> the line must be drawn here. No further. Um, I must say, I am enjoying Picard season two. Yeah, um, look, I've just um, gotten the two seasons. Like season two is finished now. Se- season, season two is better than the first. I well, just from the that. episode titles, yeah. um, I'm, I'm down. So I'm going to And it it's got one of the guys from... Um, an old show of mine that I absolutely loved called um, Musketeers. Oh, yeah. They did four seasons. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... They're, they're, <laughs> they do the classic, let's take 21st century or 22nd, 21st century modern themes and throw them back in. <laughs> and you, 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 you laugh. Cause well, it's, I've cause watched it's the like, first three yeah. episodes of season one and I loved it, so... It's like... And it's proper sword fight. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Fan, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and got some great actors. It's got... um. I forget him. 
I forget his name. It's got some great actors, but I just can't remember who they are. Yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. Well, they had the, they had the Doctor Who guy, Peter, Peter, Cap- the, the bad guy. Oh, Peter Capaldi. Yeah, yep. he, he was in a season as a cardinal. He's the ba- he was the bad guy in Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. That, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, Peter Capaldi. Yeah, oh. yeah, it was great. But anyway, um, let's move on to Ryan's recommendations. Well, because as we threw this together at short notice, I'm going to recommend something I watched about <laughs> half an hour ago here at Jamie's place. <laughs> Um, this show's called Man Seeking Woman, I believe. It's yeah. on Disney Plus, two seasons. Uh, Jay Bouchonel. Oh, three seasons. Oh, three. Three seasons. Jay Bouchonel. Um, Who's the voice of Hiccup? Yeah, in, yeah. Uh, House and, Dragon. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name, but he's in everything. He's he's African-American actor. Um, it's, it's done by the guys who, who are the brains behind Saturday Night Live. Um, so basically, I've only watched one and a half episode, and already it's my favorite show. Um, so basically, Jay Bushnell and his girlfriend break up, and then we don't know what happens. They don't explain anything in this show. Um, so he all of a sudden his girlfriend's dating Adolf Hitler. Yes, the Adolf Hitler, and um, apparently he just faked his death, according to and people are okay with this. People just understand it's Adolf Hitler. Uh, but my favorite part in that ep- in that episode is. Because um, Jay Bershnell is a Jewish man and his last name's Greenberg in the show. <laughs> yeah. And he gets introduced to Adolf Hitler at a dinner party and he's like, Adolf Hitler. And he's like, whatever Greenberg. And he's like, oh, 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 we have, there's a Jew at this party. There's a Jew at Hitler's party. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. oh man. But um, his sister sets him up on a date with a literal troll. An actual like troll. actual <laughs> troll that ends up biting him in the leg. <laughs> Uh, look, I'm as I said, I'm going to go home tonight and probably smash through it. It's a half hour show, yeah. um, fantastic, fantastic show, and I do thank Jamie for introducing me it's, to it. It's, um, yeah. it's Jamie will talk about it too because he's watched there's a lot. A there's a lot of there's. Oh, I've watched about. I've watched just season. The, but the war room with the text message, it oh, just yeah. crap. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. So basically, he picks up a chick on the subway. I guess a business card. Yeah, yeah, gets she gives him a business card, and so he's all about okay. I need to text this girl because I want to set up a dinner because she agrees to have dinner with him. Yeah, and um. It shifts to a war room of his best friend and him, and all these military generals and scientists and <laughs> everyone trying. To, and, and you look at the wall, and there's text messages like what he should say. Yeah. And his best friend is campaigning for him to send a dick pic. Because I just <laughs> said, he, he, the, again, my favourite line from the second episode is just, just pull your pants down, <laughs> get your dick out, jerk off for a little bit to make it look hard, and send that picture. And the generals are just like, yeah, dick pic, dick pic. It's yeah. just, and he's he's like, this is America, and then the American flag <laughs> drops down behind him. Yeah. It's just like, I crack me up. It's, it's such a good show. They don't explain what's going. Yeah, on. Yeah, it never gets. Jamie's halfway through season two, and they don't explain anything. Yeah, and that's the best part of it. And yeah. the fact that in the first episode, when he gets this chick's number, he gets a call from Barack Obama <laughs> congratulating him on getting. How did it feel to get the news? Yeah. And the guys who give out the awards for geniuses call yeah. him up and said, you're a nominee. You're, you're like, winning the award because you got her digits. Yeah. And it's like, it's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. And it, it only gets more weird and, and funny. So yeah, that's on but, um, Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Man uh, Seeking Woman. Man Seeking Woman. It is, it is random. I, I wasn't dirty, sure. Funny. Jamie told me about it last night. And then when I came up, he put an episode on, and I literally love it. It's it's my kind of shit, my kind of jam. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yep. Check it out, man. Second woman. Um. All right. Let's crack out this email of the week. Mm-hmm. It is, it is a dating request from 
Deb Arnold, uh, I guess. But oh. it's, it spells as one word, like D-E-B-A-R-N-O-L-D. <laughs> Deb Arnold. This is a, a dating request from Deb Arnold. It says, I'll be your Barbie, and you can be my Ken. I'm Ooh, sexy, wow. I'm blonde, blue eyes, great body. What else could you want? I'm kidding. I don't need a Ken. Just a normal guy to keep me sexy company at night. <laughs> Winky face. Um, yes, yeah, so that's... I know Ryan likes it when I read out the sexy emails. Yeah, the I, sexy got, I got one... It's really weird because I got three three different emails. One, I want to read the one with like the neighbours. Oh, no, I've, I can't bring it. I've lost it. I, I remember it because it was so good. So it's like, I'm sick and tired of hearing my neighbours going at it all the time. Tonight is my turn to moan if you're up for it. Something along that. I'll, I'll, I'll fish it out. I'll fish it out for next time. Yeah. I chose this one because you know Ken and Barbie. Mm-hmm. Pretty funny. <laughs> um, now, but I got I got three three different emails. I have got my, my personal one. I've got my author one, and I've got the podcast one. Yeah. My personal one for some reason is just filled with sexy time. Mm-hmm. Like you have five hundred spam emails, and it's yeah. all hey sexy, sexy singles in your area. So sexy singles. The stories are true. And the fictional email address is filled with, um, with the. Hi, I'm an investor. Hi, I'm a barrister. Hi, I've got money for you. Yeah, probably because it's registered as a business. Well, I don't think it's, it's not registered yeah. as a business. It's like a, I watched this this documentary on Netflix about. Um, it's called The Social Network. No, that's the movie. It's a it's a movie. It's a documentary about how Facebook, um, you know, floods you with the right yeah. kind of ads. Yeah. Um, and it's probably something similar to that. Yeah. The Social um, Dilemma. It's called on Netflix. Really yeah. good watch. I'm. I've been. I'm. 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 I've been off Facebook and social media for a week now, and it's probably the best thing that I've ever done. Mm. Um. So yeah, look, watch it. The social dilemma. It'll make you want to get off social media. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. That's that episode done. Um. Mm-hmm. As always, if you got stories, send them to the true and the fictional at gmail Send us your spam if you mm-hmm. have any spam. Send it our <laughs> way. We're happy to read it out. Obviously, it's a very popular segment. Yep. Um. And yeah. Let us know what your favourite 90s movies are. Mm-hmm. We're uh, going to probably jump on... I think next week we jump on comedy just to split the sci-fi. Yes. As much, we're going to do comedy, superheroes, sci-fi. Yeah, we'll, so we'll do comedy next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, sounds good. So um, mm-hmm. thanks thanks for thanks for listening in. As always, um, review, like, subscribe, share, all that, all that jazz. And I've just realised I've told everyone to get off social media, but don't do it until you've liked, subscribed, and shared our page. Yeah, well, you don't have to be on... Oh, well, if you want to share it on socials, but, yes. you, but you can, you know, YouTube, you can YouTube, subscribe. yeah, we're getting getting up there with YouTube too. Yeah, I'm um, doing quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, we will hear from our guests that didn't arrive today. Yes, um, Ethan Nicole didn't didn't turn up today. Um, mm. I I kind of don't blame him because he is very busy. Um, it probably slipped his mind. I will try and reschedule it. Hopefully, you'll agree, and we will get him on. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so guys, see you later. See you next time. See you next time.